listeners. This is Ashley Mazurik at Balanced Body. Thank you for taking your time and energy to listening to the podcast today. Uh, Today's topic is going to be um, spirituality. It's a very broad-based topic that I could mm, talk forever on and, and truly enjoy talking about the spiritualness and perspectives from different um, beings or people. Um, today, I want to talk about this topic because it is a topic oftentimes I need to bring up when I'm coaching clients through issues. And so we all have issues. Uh, who doesn't? And so um, that's another reason why we kind of transitioned into balanced body because I wanted to be able to feel comfortable about talking about these types of topics. And so Balanced Body is a holistic company of mine that I started years and years ago. So I feel very comfortable speaking about this kind of stuff. Pretty soon I'm going to have a speaker on and we're also going to discuss this because his view is very much of Esther Hicks. And I love Esther Hicks. I love um, Abraham and I love all of what she stands for. But I also can... I can be a devil's advocate, and I, I am going to be on that podcast. So I want to, obviously, it's just me, myself, and I um, to argue with today. So I want to bring up some, some, some issues around spirituality, and most importantly, what it means. What spirituality means to me, um, well, it can mean lots of different things, but uh, a past mentor of mine always gave me the easiest definition, which was taking responsibility for what you've created. And that's super powerful because when you look, when you listen and you think about, and you look in the mirror, taking responsibility for what you've created in your life. And there's a lot of aspects that I want to go down with talking about that. For one, Esther Hicks talks about how life should be easy. And I agree that there is an aspect to that that I agree with. There's also aspects that I don't agree with. In other words, yes, when we are in our, she so-called vortex, or when you're in alignment with your higher self, as I would say, then the doors open freely. You have the path, the journey of path in which you're supposed to be on. It is your purpose in life. You are walking your purpose. And when there's resistance, which I can attest for many years of experiencing resistance in my life, and because I have that personality of being very much a strong, stubborn lion and built my life on working extremely hard to get what I wanted and getting it no matter what. I didn't care how hard I had to work. and I, I, Not that I would step on toes or break hearts or anything like that, but I just believed from my upbringing that you had to work work hard and you had to work all the time. And I've since then in my spiritual practice believe, believe that that's not true. I do believe that whenever at this point in my life I feel resistance or things aren't going the way I want them to go or going the way I think they should go. In other words, there's a feeling underneath that. When we talk about spirituality, there's a feeling of 
tension of I'm working too hard to make something happen. And so therefore I feel like it shouldn't be happening. That is something everyone has to feel within themselves. And that to me is resistance, which may mean that this might not be the right path, which is fine. And so in that point in time, rather than continuing to work really hard, I feel like spirituality brings us to a place of honoring peace and quietness to create clarity, to create understanding about what it is we should be doing. Should, I hate the word should, what it is we need to be doing for ourselves. And sometimes it's nothing, believe it or not. Um, it's, that's hard for me to wrap my mind around because I always feel like I should be doing something. Should always be being productive. It's one of my favorite things is to be productive in my day. At the end of the day, it's I'm happy when I'm productive, which as I get older, it's probably not the best thing because we do need to rest and meditate and discover clarity and discover what, what we should be doing as it, as it relates to well-being within us. And so I love taking responsibility for what you've created. So what have you created? That's a perceptional, like, state created. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it indifferent? Is it ugly? Is it pretty? Is it, is it, it is what it is kind of thing. So there's judgments around that. That's perception, perception of what you truly believe. And perception doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. Doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong either, but you have to understand there's a perception of what you believe and what everyone else believes, which <laughs> due to experience and life experiences, i.e. traumas in life, perceptions are radically different with people. For instance, our childhood, having studied infant development for so long, it is mind-blowing for me to see the impact that our childhood has on our adult life and how we constantly have to be honoring our child child, our children inside of us that have these wounds, these traumas based off perception. And when I, I, I have to say that because when I think about my family of two other siblings beside myself, it's very interesting when we get together and we talk about our experiences in our childhood because they're radically different between the three of us. And it's based off of perception. One can have a perception of something being very horribly mean and cruel and and another one of us can go, I don't remember it that way. I don't I don't remember it being that bad. I don't remember it being that hard. I don't remember that abuse. And so there's a there's a sense of perception that we have to identify with. And that creates a story. And so if we don't like the story that keeps us down, that keeps us um, from our ultimate goal in life, from our ultimate dreams in life, because that story can do that to us. If we perpetuate this ill story of keeping us wounded, which keeps us not at our best, then it can keep us from being happy. And that's really profound. And the reason I say this stuff is because I've seen it so many times in my life coaching with clients. The same story, is it's different, but it's the same. And um, just recently, I had a client that his story about his father is keeping him 
from being his ultimate self. And it's a story about his father that was very traumatizing because his he felt, and I can say this because I'm not giving his name, he didn't feel like his father truly loved him or got he got acceptance from him. Which is therefore, if you have ever read the books of David Rico, which he's a counselor of marriage and of families, it's an, he's an amazing guy, very knowledgeable. And he talks about the five A's. And so the five A's are represent, represented as affection, acceptance, allowing, attention, and appreciation. Now, nobody ever gets all these five A's in their childhood, but to the degree that we don't get one, two, three, four, even five of those A's, as we grow up to be an adult, we look for those five A's and other people in relationships. Relationships, hugely important. Relationships create growth. Why? Because it's a 50% reflection of yourself. You're able to see who you are and what you represent. You're able to see what you've created in your life because the relationship, if it's honest and healthy, will tell you who you are, what you're being, how you're representing yourself. If you're being a hypocrite, if you're being a bitch, if you're being a dick, if you're being nice, if you're being loving, if you're being honest, if you're being authentic. And that's really, really important. So when somebody you truly care about and have an emotional relationship tells you that, you trust them. So you believe them. So that allows you to get that feedback and make a choice. Now we're in this lifetime with free will. We have the choice to make. You know, is there such a thing as destiny? Yes, I believe in destiny, but I also believe in free will. And we could, and I had a long conversation years ago with somebody about that. We can go down that road too. But we have free will to make the choice. But don't forget there's spirituality, which means whatever free will choice you make. There's a responsibility that comes with consequences as a result that we have to own. Another real important reason why I talk about this, which I'll talk about it more because I don't, I don't want to take too long because um, we can only digest so much information. But one of the biggest things I see in my practice with my clients is a lack of responsibility. Huge. That we don't take responsibility for our actions, maybe because we're not aware or maybe because we're not conscious of it. And that's where we as coaches come in and we go, this is what's real. This is what you just told me. And it allows me or us to tell them what's really going on, which is sort of profound in some clients. They're like, whoa, I didn't actually see that side of that story. And great. Kudos for us as coaches to be able to be real and authentic with these people in a non-judgmental manner so that they can listen and be more aware and grow through their traumas or their choices that they've made and become more responsible people, which allows responsible people to grow into higher consciousness. That's the whole goal with this, is to raise consciousness within people. Responsibility resides in the second chakra. Well, my, our goal is to get to the fourth, to live in the heart center. And, and so 
when we have childhood traumas that allow us to seek these A's, what I would ultimately love is that we seek these A's within ourselves first and then within others. And it doesn't always work that way. And that's fine. I definitely have taken that journey and created codependent relationships and trying to find my A's and get my A's that I didn't get when I was younger. And that's fine. We want to get to the point where we're aware of it. We're aware of what A's we need so that we can A, then be be aware of it and give it to ourselves and not seek it out in others. I hope that makes sense. And so when we talk about traumas, whether they're childhood or whether adolescent or adult traumas, what I would, what I, what I hope, and I often say in my coaching is there, you have the, uh, the opportunity to take a perceptional thought of whether this is horrible, mean to you, it's being done to you, or it's a gift. It's an opportunity to look at this as a gift so that you can be better. Ultimately, we're in this life to be better. And so let me go back from the beginning. When we talk about Esther Hicks says that life should be easy. Nah, I kind of believe that. But I also believe from other um, authors and amazing books that I've read that life is not always easy. And I just had this conversation with a client recently. Her perception is that Losing weight, eating good, and exercising is easy. Because when we talk about it, oh, that sounds easy. But the problem is, is when she leaves me and she goes home, it's not easy. And so she just gives up. So we're taking in a different approach now. And I'm saying, it's not easy. Every day, we have to work on ourselves. We have to work on loving ourselves. We have to work on being responsible. We have to work on dealing with our wounds and challenge. It's not easy. We didn't come into this life to just lay on the beach and just bring the riches and the golds and the prosperity to us. We came here to work so that our, so that our ultimate self could grow. Every day is an opportunity to grow. The choice is whether you want to grow further into a negative story, which does nothing but leave you down to a black hole into a potential state of depression, or you have an opportunity to look at it from a positive perspective and a perspective that is, this was a gift. It's an opportunity for me to grow. As shitty as the journey is, as shitty as the experience it is, I'm telling you, and the reason I say this is because do you really want to go down the the negative side? So change the story and make it positive so that you can continue to move forward into the light, not into darkness. And I have this saying that everything happens for a good reason. Sometimes I say everything happens for a reason (laughs) because I have to use my own words on myself. I am a lead by example type person. I don't do anything. I don't tell anybody to do anything unless I've done it once or twice or three times or more. So because I don't believe in being a talking head, I believe in doing what I say I do. If, if, even when I owned my wellness center, I was scrubbing and mopping the floors and helping just like everyone else was. I didn't believe that I that people should have done that for me. I also believe that I should be doing that. That's just my 
my personality. But so my point is, I do believe that everything happens for a good reason, whether it's that reason being of awareness a year down the road, a month down the road, a week down the road, five years down the road. Ultimately, it happens for the better part of us. Now, if you think of the traumas in your life, and and that's sort of where I went with this, is I when I thought about every horrible thing that ever happened to me, which there's, for me, there's a lot. It's my story. They were all, they all were very challenging, but made me better, stronger and stronger and build my, built my character and my integrity, made me who I am today. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't take any of that back. Um, So if you think about that, think about when, like when we look at the phrase, everything happens for a good reason, I think that most of you would agree with that. Now, at the end of the day, you know, if everything happens for a good reason, it's up for us. It's up to us to find it, to look for it. That's work. Now, in the beginning, sometimes we need a little space and time to wallow in their darkness. I know I have. I needed to do, sit in my black hole for a little bit and just wallow in my self pity, and then I was willing to come through that and look for the positive and move forward and be in the light and just learn a powerful lesson. Choices. At the end of the day, when anything happens to you, if anybody does anything to you, anybody says anything to you, I always tell my little girl, there's two choices in life. No matter what happened to you, no matter what was said, it's, It boils down to two emotions, fear or love. Love is inclusion, is when somebody includes. Fear is separation. So think about that. And and so go one step further. Like when there's a scenario, and I know that someone has excluded me from whatever it may be. It hurts in the beginning, but I always say... It's that obviously came from fear in them, fear of I don't know what, but that's that they have a story that sits under that, and I can only choose to have compassion a for myself, why I may feel a little hurt, and then a have compassion for them and be okay with that at the end of the day, be okay with the situation, and if if you're not then change it. Use your free will to, to make the change. And you can. Only person that's going to stip, stick up for you is you. Support you. Yes, and we have friends and family members that can also do that. But if you don't do it for yourself, it won't matter who else does it for you. Huh, take it from me. So spirituality taking responsibility for what you have created in this lifetime. Reflect. Think about it. You can always contact me at balancebod.com. I'm on my, that's my website. I've got all these podcasts there available for you to listen to all the way back to maxstormcoaching.com's recorded ones. Let me know what you think if you choose to. Have a great happy day. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.